It's another Micro Action Monday on Studio Class. Hello, divas. We're talking about KPIs for this Micro Action Monday. <laughs> KPIs just mean key performance indicators. If you've been around, you know, business, nonprofits, I guess, um, KPIs are, you know, one of those acronyms that pop up a lot, right? And KPIs just mean measurements, just mean metrics, right? It just means we're measuring how well did we do again when compared to our goals. So people like to know where they stand. And also as creative professionals, you know, living our professionally creative lives, right? Having your own KPIs can be the difference between wild insecurity and and uncertainty and also feeling like you're on your own path. You're on or you're in your lane. And I promise you that having some of these things will will level out some of those wild ups and downs that we feel because you feel like you're doing your work, not somebody else's work, not somebody else's dream, your dream, your goals, your work. And I want you to set up your own KPIs so that you can look at the progress that you've made towards your own strategic goals or targets that you want to hit. So choose something that's important to you. I cannot stress this part enough. Do not make your goals based on somebody else's goals. Do not like just don't show up to your life trying to live somebody else's goals, somebody else's dreams. Set your own goals. And if this takes a while, it takes a while. You got to get in there and figure out what do I really want in this life? What do I want to experience? What do I want to see? Not what does somebody else want me to achieve so that they can feel better about themselves. <laughs> so once you've been able to sit with yourself and really identify what are the things that would make a meaningful difference in my life, I want you to find a way to measure it. And then you can, you can keep that in front of you. You can display it in front of you in your workspace. I don't know, keep it in your phone, in a journal. It doesn't matter to me, but I want you to be able to see it pretty regularly and engage with that information. So I want you to also remember that KPIs should absolutely fall under that same acronym of SMART goals. SMART goals are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time bound. Okay. Specific. The measurement has a specific purpose for you. For you. Remember your goals, not somebody else's goals. Measurable. Able to be converted into numbers or compared with goals or past performance. I want you to think through this. One of the things that I've been challenging myself to do, maybe this is interesting to you, is think about measurable goals that aren't only just numbers, right? Numbers make it very easy and or g grow beyond that and say, what's a, what's a deeper understanding of the numbers around this? So it can be, it can be measurements that have to do with quality rather than just quantity, but still being able to measure that is very helpful. So Achievable, something that you can actually do in the time you've allotted. <laughs> oh, I'm laughing about this, but honestly, achievable is huge because 
you will get burned out so fast and so disillusioned by setting goals for yourself that don't fit within the time frame. And we're all going to do it. I understand divas. I, you know what? I do this all the time. So I'm really talking to myself here, <laughs> but like, but I want you to realize that, uh, <laughs> that achievable, you don't know what's achievable until you try for it. And that means that sometimes when you bump up against something that's not achievable in the time that you've set for yourself, you can't get like, you know, you can't, you can't fall apart because of that. You can't go, oh, this is never going to happen. You have to go, oh, I just, I didn't understand all of the parts and pieces that went into this. And therefore I didn't do achievable in the time that I thought before. It doesn't mean that it's not achievable. It just means that it wasn't achievable during that time frame. So achievable is a big part of this. Can you chunk down some of those goals into their most achievable parts so that you can make bigger strides towards your overall goals because you've learned how to identify what's on the path to this bigger goal. Can I chunk this goal down even more, even more? What makes this goal seem, what would chunking it down into what, what seems like so easy that you're like, oh my God, really? Like <laughs> that's the level that I'm talking about here when it comes to setting some of these goals, because when it feels like, oh my God, I could do that in my sleep, then you're really making some progress towards that big goal that seems a little bit scarier. Okay, relevant. Relevant is that your goals are tied to the overall success that you want to have, right? What's your, what's your mission? What's your vision? And are your goals actually in relation to that? Okay. And time bound. The, I want you to think about like, when do I want to see the fruits of this labor come into reality? Okay. So I thought about a couple of KPIs that I wanted to share with you and and you can use these, you can not use these. I just want this to be a jumping off point where we talk about what is a key performance indicator. So I, I know that I've got performers, composers, artists, I've got teachers listening to this podcast. So I tried to come up with some different things for different parts of our field, of our sector. Obviously, you know, vocalists are always talking to you. So, <laughs> so one of the things, uh, I'm just going to run through some of these KPIs is that I was thinking through a KPI that you could measure would be gigs booked per audition or pitch, right? How many gigs are you booking on average after the audition? What's your ratio, right? If I do the audition, do I get the gig? If I send the pitch, do I get the gig? How many of those are actually happening? Am I sending out way more pitch emails and only getting a few bites? That tells me some better information for what I need to do next time. Woohoo! I want to take a heartfelt moment to thank Sarah and Josh for being part of the Sybaritic Camerata Listening Circle on Patreon. They're helping bring you this episode right now! <laughs> if you'd like to join them, head on over to patreon.com slash That's M-E-Z-Z-O-I-H-N-E-N. Now, let's get back to the show. Another one is average profit margin. I know musicians, like this one is tricky. You don't always like hearing this one. I want you to ask, how much profit am I making off of the gigs that I'm taking this year? And 
ask yourself, you know, what is the actual margin? I don't want you to say like, I'm getting paid for this, but then all of your money's going back into, I don't know, getting yourself to that gig, right? <laughs> like where you're losing money on the gig. I want you to start, please don't misunderstand me. I want you to start wherever you are and just nudge that dial up so that you are getting paid for the work that you're doing. And sometimes you're taking gigs where the experience is outweighing whatever the profit is for that. And I understand what that life is like. So don't misunderstand. I'm just saying this is one of the things that I want to watch. Am I making a sustainable career out of the work that I'm doing because I'm watching my actual profit margin, profit margin, not just income, right? What is my average profit margin for the gigs that I'm taking month to month, quarter to quarter, year to year. Okay, another one to watch is gigs booked per region, per ensemble type, per budget level. This works for both performers and composers. This is really about, you know, where am I getting the bulk of my work? Also, what type of ensembles or what types of companies am I working with? What types of organizations am I working with? Am I doing primarily orchestral work? Am I doing primarily wind ensemble work? Am I doing a lot of chamber music? Am I doing operas only? Am I, and then the budget level part is, are my collaborators, are my commissioners, are my presenters all in one area budget wise? What would it look like if I incre if I worked with people who have a larger budget? What would that look like for me? Ooh, here's another one. If you are earlier in your career and you are doing training festivals and such, or any time that you are working with a, with a teacher or with a coach, right? You're getting extra training. You're getting more training in what you're doing. I want you to look at training return on investment. How much are you investing in that experience? And is it giving results that you're looking for? Uh, if you're teaching a studio, I'm thinking about enrollment in your studio. I'm also thinking about new and returning students. Do I have a ton of new students every year, but I have very few returning students? That's something that I want to check in with. Do I have a lot of returning students, but then they're all going to graduate perhaps, or they're all going to uh, need something else at a certain point of time, and then I can start to plan ahead for when that happens so that I could increase my marketing efforts for the studio? One of my favorites is time to completion for new repertoire. If you are a performer, learning new rep can be one of your superpowers and getting like very good at it and very fast at it, it really, really amps up that superpower quality. So when you're doing this, I want you to time track. I want you to look at, at how long it takes you to learn a role from start to finish, right? I want you to look at how long it takes to write a piece. I want you to look at how long it takes. And then I want you to say, I want you to go, okay, can I get this to be better prepared, better learned, but in less time so that I'm actually increasing my ability to take in more repertoire at a higher level so that I can take on more gigs perhaps, or I can do more roles, or I can have more roles in my own rep, any of that. Another KPI could be reviews. Am, am I getting reviewed in publications for albums or for performances? 
Another KPI to think about would be listeners served. This is really interesting because it allows you to have conversations with either your presenting partners if you're going through someone else, if you're performing as part of a larger house or an ensemble, you can have a conversation with them and say, how many tickets were sold to this opera during our entire run? I'm really interested in keeping track of that information. If you are doing a lot of your own stuff, if you are running your performances, then you definitely know because you're running the ticket sales. <laughs> so um, same thing with album sales. How many, or, or even your YouTube channel or your SoundCloud, whatever it is, how many listeners are being served by this? How many unique listeners do I have to this? Are they, are they engaged with the stuff that I'm putting online? Or um, are they taking that next step and buying the album? All of that kind of stuff. That leads me to my next one, which is CD sales or even sync licensing sales. And composers, obviously one for you is commissioners or commissions secured. Are you doing kind of like a, a plus one or a larger, even if the number of commissions go down, but the other factors around commissions, like the, the revenue per commission goes up, or the time, right? If you if you write one opera in a year compared to <laughs> compared to like three solo instrument pieces, right? Then I'm going to go, well, that's still a win. You did you took on a much larger like project. So be aware of when the number goes down, but there's other factors that are actually showing that you've progressed in certain ways. That's another aspect of KPIs that we want to take into account. Another one for for performers would be how many competitions are you doing to wins or placements or or any remember any of the factors around that. Am I getting reviewed? Am I getting asked to audition somewhere? Even if I don't place in this, am I getting knock-on benefits from being part of this? That's kind of what I want us to look at with all of these metrics. So you're going to go through and say, what are my goals? Are they smart goals? How can I develop KPIs so I can track my progress to see where I am on my path to divadom? <laughs> That's it. All right, divas, come up with your KPIs. I want to hear about it. Hit me up on the socials. You know where to find me. I'm at Metoenan, and I want to hear about your KPIs. I'll tell you more of mine if you want. And let's, let's make this a great year together. So stay sparkly inside and out. Until next time. Thanks for joining me for Micro Action Monday. Again, I'm Megan Enan, and you can find me on all the socials at Mezzo Enan. That's I-H-N-E-N. Did you know that studio class is part of the Sybaritic Singer? It is. And if you liked this episode, you're going to love my 29 Days to Diva series. That's on SybariticSinger.com. And if you liked this episode, will you please consider leaving us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast? Thanks. It means a lot to me.